Hey, 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 it's a girl, Millay. Okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Creating a Village. I'm your host, Millie, here to help nurture the village within you. For today's episode, I will be, um, I guess, showcasing, presenting to you some conversations that I had at InvestFest, which is a financial festival conference put on in Atlanta by Earn Your Leisure. It's, I think it's on its third year now. This was its third year. And it's just a conference where we get to learn about the different um, industries and just entrepreneurship as a whole. And at this conference, they also have a marketplace where people can put up booths to promote their businesses. And so I was mainly in the marketplace because I was helping my dad out with his booth. But being in this marketplace, I was able to, by the grace of God, come across some people that I believe gave some really good advice for life. And that is what this video will encompass, not video, <laughs> that is what this podcast will encompass today. Also, I want to make sure you all know about our segment, Kairos Moments. Um, I, I'm still figuring it out, like making sure I have the right definition in place, but for the most part, any street interviews, so interviews that happen just by happenstance, those will be categorized under Kairos moments because only God could have allowed me to cross paths with this person in this moment when we didn't plan to be here at the same time to talk. So yes, this is part of our Kairos Moments segment, or um, I guess it's a segment. I don't know, but yes. Okay. If you would like to have a visual experience with the podcast um, episode, you can also go to our YouTube channel at Creating a Village Podcast on YouTube. But yeah, so I hope that you all enjoy. And I want to preface this episode by saying, um, I am providing you with an experience of immersion. Mm -hmm. You are going to feel like you are right there with me in the vendor hall. <laughs> you go, you go hear some music. At one point, um, yes, y'all, y'all gonna hear people talking. It's gonna be great. You're gonna feel like you're standing right there with me. And that's what this podcast is about. Immersion in the experience. <laughs> but I've taken up enough of your time. So sit back, relax. And I hope you learn a little something or two. Mm -hmm. 
Enjoy. I'm Kurt. I'm Kurt. Yes, I'm so happy to meet everyone that's going to be seeing this. Yes. Yeah. And so I was just talking to you, yes. and I know you have the um, moniker, uh, the connector. Yes. Yes. And can you tell the audience a little bit about the importance of the different steps that goes into like really owning your purpose? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Owning your purpose starts with first believing in you. Everything that we need is already inside of us. So many times the disconnect is what I want to do connecting to who I am and where I want to go. So a lot of times we haven't just taken the time to really explain not only to people that are watching us, but to ourselves, what's my intent with what I'm doing. And when we figure out our intention and why do I feel this way, then you start to connect everything. Because we have audiences, that are looking for us, we just got to use our voice to help them find us so we can find them. So once we connect it all together, then our brands start to develop, right? Then our purpose, what we're looking to solve and the solutions that we have start to connect. So that's really what it's all about when we talk about connecting, who I am, what I do, and why what I do is so important to the world. Yeah. Wow, that was a really good word right yeah, there. Yeah, thank you. Can thank you let you. the people know how they can connect with you? Oh, yeah, it's easy. Kurt, the connector. Uh, I'm on Instagram. That is the easiest way to connect. But if you really want to connect to Deeper Than The Brand, at Deeper Than The Brand, come through. You can connect with us. And then check out This Is Nikki S. Because anything that's dealing with content creation, anything dealing with artificial intelligence for content creators and developing a brand, she's going to be your educator as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Thank you so much. Do you Thank want to you. leave any parting words outside of what you said? Everything that you need and everything that you want is already inside of you. Wow. Yeah. That's really good. Yes. Thank yes. you so much Thank for you. that today. Appreciate right. it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Please introduce yourself to the audience. Hi. My name is Key, and I'm Rockstar. You trying to get unlocked? <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. So, Key, what do you do? I'm a real estate developer investor. I also sell houses too. Why do you keep getting so close to the camera? <laughs> okay. So, how did you get into real estate investing? Like, what led you to this path for you? Well, I believe in having great mentors, right? And I feel that a lot of times um, professionals are real lazy. And I became a real estate professional, and I didn't know how to, you know, be very creative with a lot of different things. So I sought out help, and then I found a couple of mentors. They kind of showed me all what they, you know, what they've done. Then I eventually got to a point where I formed or I joined a tribe of like-minded individuals. And then we just kept sharpening each other, sharpening each other, sharpening, sharpening, sharpening. And then um, I just went full-fledged inside of real estate investing. Okay, well, that's that's really powerful. So if someone was looking for, like, mentors or looking for their tribe, how would you recommend they go about doing that? Well, first, I, I believe the, the best thing to do is to find out what self wants, right? Um, a lot of times you can see other people's success. You say, I want that. 
but we don't really know what that entails. We don't know the the the, the all the stuff that goes into that, you know. And I feel that being honest with yourself to see what you can realistically do and commit to, uh, and then what you want to do. I, I feel like this. We we live in a society where everybody wants to chase the bag. Yeah. Like it's so it's 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 sad, man. Like we we don't experience the the whole like village journey thing. We do things for money instead of doing it because we enjoy it. And that causes all kinds of problems. So anyways, I want to make sure that if someone asks me what they should do, they should find out what it is that they like and love and enjoy. And figure out, you know, uh, what you want to do with that. Get great at it. And then charge people money for it. Because you're a master of your craft. And just like your doctor, your doctor had to go through hours of training in medical school before they can do or a certain surgery. Well, I should say surgeon instead of doctor. Um, same thing applies to life. You know, do something, find out what you like and love, do it at a high level, and charge people handsomely for it. Did I answer your question? Yes. Okay. No, I really like that. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, do you have any parting advice that you want to leave for anyone? You said party advice? Party advice, like last words. Not last words, but, Oh, partying. I said yeah. party. I'm like, oh, no, there's a party going on. <laughs> if you have some of that, you can leave that. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> How they look, find the party. I'm going to say this. Be, be real with yourself, man. You, you Just be real with you. 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 Yes. Be real with, with you. you. Be, Be real, real with you. you. I'm a copywriter. Be <laughs> real with you. Hey. Ain't nobody going to be real with you like you. And once you become real with yourself, then everything else will shape in life. Everything else will come in alignment. Don't do something because other people are doing it. Don't do something because other people enjoy it. Do it because you like it. Do it because you love it. Because there's only one you. That's my words. Oh. Wow, clapping hands, clapping hands, clapping hands. That's good. Thank you so much for those words of wisdom. Oh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate yes. you. I Let appreciate people know how they can find you, connect with you, if you want them to. Well, I mean, I'm one of the people I want to be found, you know. Okay. I want, okay but no, 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 because we're here, right? We're here. Um, I'm intending, well, let me have you said it, because I'm not intending to get better on my Instagram. You follow IG at um, K-E-Y underscore g-o-t underscore t-h-e underscore k-e-y-s follow me for more content and such yes sir you too you follow me as well he turned around i said follow me he turned around oh yeah he felt that he felt that he felt in his spirit follow me connect with me i'm a person i'm real you know i'm not one of them guys that just like we also rent a car, jump out, sell my course. Now I'm not that kind of person. I'm a real human. I'm going through a human. Look, we're souls going through a human experience together. So just reach out. Let's connect. And if I can help you become the highest, greatest self, I've done my job, right? I've done wow. my job. Your favorite connector. Check I love that. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for your time yeah. today. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello.
What's your name? Crystal Jordan, everybody calls me CJ. Okay, CJ, nice to meet you. Um, we're out here in InvestFest, and so I went to, I was stopped by your beautiful hats. Um, what's the name of your company? Talk to your lids. It is a brand where I allow individuals, whether male or female, to wear hats. I always feel that hats elevate the look, and I say that style starts from the top. So this is my tattoo. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, I love that because that is definitely it's a conversation piece. It's yeah. a like I'm walking. It's a showstopper. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Because you're automatic. Even if somebody has the same shirt, the same dress, most of the times once you wear a hat, it changes the look. It elevates it. You dress it up. You can dress it down. I had truly, truly, when you walk through the door, they're gonna see you. It's yes. eye-catching, it draws attention, it allows everyone to know I'm in the room. Okay. How did you get into this fashion journey? Like, what made you go hats? Uh, it was during the pandemic. I'm a realtor as well. Okay. So during that time, we were a mask. You can't see my face. So it was really yeah. hard to connect with individuals because they barely want to come close to you. So the hat was something that I started to see people remember. Me, like, hey, you're the lady with the hat. And I slowly was like, you know what, I already like wearing hats. Why don't I pull this into my brand as a realtor? And after a while, I was just like, why don't I share this with everyone? So I went from a realtor wearing hats to now being a person, a woman, a business person who now has an own hat line. Okay, that's really cool. Yes. Okay, I want to ask, this is kind of unrelated. Okay. Well, but so how did you... How did you go about finding the hats? Like, did you design them or do you get someone to design them? I tell them the colors that I'm looking for. Okay. I'll tell them the designs. I myself, which I'm going to learn, but I don't create the hats myself. But I tell them what I'm looking for. If I want a certain type of band, if I want a certain color, they take it, they send me the, uh, the mock-up. Once I tell them, yeah, that's a go, we're in production. Okay, cool. No, because I really like these hats. Do you, have, you think you're going to get some hats for afros one day? <laughs> I mean, we could slick it back a little bit, you know, put a nice bun back here. Yes. No, that is definitely one thing. Like, when I decided to wear my hair naturally, yeah. I was like, okay, I can't put no hats. That itself is a crown. Your hair is yes. beautiful. I'm sure you know. I'm sure you walk around. Nobody has the style you have. It's empowering. It allows you to know I'm here. And you don't have to say anything. You're here and yourself is speaking for you. So yes. keep that. And allow it to grow. That's your strength. It's beautiful. Yes. Oh, thank it's you beautiful. so much. Thank you. But, so I do want to end this. Well, not end. But. <laughs> I know. I um, short. <laughs> well, quick question. What sure. type of. How does fashion empower? How do you see fashion empowering individuals? Well, once you. With fashion. It's easy to copy anybody, but once you identify what your true style is, whether that's color, whether that's print, and you're not afraid to step out and show it, that's when you yourself really embody the fashion. And now fashion and your personality ties into one, and that's what makes it really pop. So I always say, when you know who you are, you're not afraid to express yourself, and you combine that, that's fashion. Well, that's we're the same thing. Yes. But because I'm confident, somebody else it'll, it'll look different it'll feel different yeah so it's not about labels it's not about brands it's truly about you how you exemplify that and once you know that you it girl you can wear marshals <laughs> yeah it's gonna look just as good so yeah. fashion starts with you okay all right thank you so much for your time today i really appreciate this i'm just gonna get some people over here who can wear hats yeah i appreciate that love. Beautiful. thank you so much all for right thank you so much all right I had a nice time. Yes, no, you were great. Hi, hello, how are you? I'm doing well, Pfizer. 
Okay, nice I'm good. Nice to meet you too. Do you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, I'm Faisal Ejiboye. I'm from New Jersey. I'm an entrepreneur. I've been into entrepreneurship for the past five years now. Okay, that's really cool. So, we were just talking and you said that you have a poultry slaughterhouse. Yeah. Um, I've never heard of that as a business. So, can you tell me a little bit more about that and how you got into that? Yeah, okay. So, poultry slaughterhouse is pretty much an alternative to the supermarkets. So what we do, we have farmers that raise the chickens, only feed them corn and water. And then when they're um, ready to be eaten, we, we bring them to our store, we process them, we slaughter them, we clean them up, and then we put it in a bag, and then people, people come and pick it up, and they, eat, they cook it at their house. So it's like an alternative for the people who don't want to eat processed chicken. And the way I got into that is I come from a Nigerian background, and um, that's how we eat our chickens back home. Okay. But while we've been in America, we haven't been able to see anything like that. So we decided to bring that bring that same thing over here. Okay. So my dad started it, and I took it over. And I'm just bringing in the new technology and just adding new stuff to it to scale okay. up. Okay, that's really cool, because my next question is going to be, so... Like someone who has a farm, yeah. would they be able to do this? Like, what is the okay. kind of like differentiation between that? Okay. Somebody who has a farm would be able to do it, but um, you kind of you got to go through you got to go through the municipals and stuff like that first. Okay, yeah. okay. okay. It's like that type of thing, and um, somebody who has a farm is easier for them to do it. You have all the space, all this acreage to do what you want, and you own it. Yeah, you can do something. Okay. Like okay, that's really cool. All right. So, um, I guess we'll. Do you want to leave the people with any other things that you think they might should know if they want to potentially get into this industry? Yeah. So, um, I I think as as Americans, as Southerners, Northerners, everything. I feel like we should promote healthier eating. So, I figure we should start doing chicken like this instead of everything being processed. So, I think. People should be interested in stuff like this. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. Last question. Sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Um, so what should be like someone's first step if they kind of want to get into this industry? Okay. So somebody's first step will be to find a, find an area that you want to do it in, an area that's convenient for you to do it in. Okay. That'll be the first step to do it. Okay, cool. Well thank you so much thank for your you. time. I really appreciate this. Okay. Can you let the people know where to find you? Yes. You can find me on Instagram at FizeCash, F-I-Z-E-C-A-S-H, and the business page, HC Life Poetry, H-C-L-I-V-E-P-O-U-L-T-R-Y. Okay, cool. Thank hey, you so much. You're welcome. Hi. Hello. How are you today? I am good. Yourself? I'm good, I'm good. Can you introduce yourself? Yes, ma'am. My name is Carl Phillips, and I'm here repping the, the crew, the Deeper Than The Brand crew. Okay, cool. So I saw your brand name, Deeper Than The Brand, and I just had to stop. It just really resonated with me. It was really powerful. So I wanted to ask if you could kind of give us the background on that concept, Deeper Than The Brand. Absolutely. So, man, when we think about a brand, you think about any brand that's out there, like whatever, Nike, Adidas, whatever. That generation is almost like something that's played out now. Where the world is going now, like 
you are a brand. I am a brand, right? So what we're saying is, in this message, what we're trying to tell people is like, I don't care what your name is, I don't care what all that is. It's deeper than the brand, it's who you are. What do you stand for? You being your authentic self, that is the brand. So we're trying to teach people, the more you stand up and be you, the more we can get, watch this, the more we can impact the world because there are people that, that might not like what I have to say, but they might rock with your podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't care. We both giving you positive vibes, positive energy, showing you, you know what I'm saying, some good stuff. Yeah. So we want to get people to understand that being your authentic self is more important than, be, than, than having this crazy brand name out there and all that. It's about you being the best that you can be. So that's it. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with the audience. Do you want to leave any parting words and then let them know how they can connect with you? Absolutely. So just follow us deeper than the brand, right? Just go to Instagram. We're at deeper than the brand. And I'm thinking anything content creation you're looking for, anything AI, we got you. You could just lock in with us and we got you. Cool. Thank you so much. Oh, pleasure. A pleasure. Oh, um, I heard Kurt said you had a podcast. Do you want to tell them about your yes, podcast? Absolutely. If you you can rock with the Secrets to Success podcast, that's with me, Eric Thomas, CJ, Jamal, the nine to five millionaire. Like we've been rocking. I think we are we approaching episode four hundred now. So y'all got a lot of catching up to do if y'all have been rocking with it. So S two S podcast. Okay, cool. All right, thank got you it. so much. Hi, hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Can you introduce yourself to yes. the audience, please? Yes. What's up, y'all? I am Aliyah Dua. I'm 20 years old. Um, I'm a recent graduate of Virginia State University, and I'm the CEO of Financial Revolution, which is a business that teaches financial literacy and entrepreneurship to ages 8 to 25. First off, congratulations on your graduation. And that's something, like, really incredible. So how did you get into the financial industry? Like, what made you say, I need to be teaching this to other people? Really the pandemic, right? So I grew up in New York City and Brooke from Brooklyn um, and growing up in such an urban uh, community, an urban environment, we were, uh, not even just we, but me personally, I was attracted to, you know, a lot of the fast things, right? So like making sure I had all the nice sneakers, all the nice clothes, yeah. right? All the things that I thought was important during the pandemic, I learned it wasn't important, right? All the things I valued, I learned like, no, like, this is not it. Like all the clothes I have, all the shoes I have, I can't wear it. That's not going to make me healthy. That's not putting money in my pockets. So that's when I started to like just want different. And I started shifting my mindset. So I started reading books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Thinking Grow Rich. And I, that's when I learned about financial literacy. And I was like, oh, snap. Like I've never learned about this. Like they don't teach us this in school. So that's when I just started digging into it more. And I was like, I'm starting telling my friends. And I'm like, no, I need to tell the world about this because like we don't know. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. So I heard that you said you started at your college doing like courses, well, not courses, but yeah. classes and workshops there. Yeah. Um, what kind of things did you start teaching like on the basic level? So I, I actually just started like making videos at first. So okay. the videos would just be about budgeting, like simply just knowing like what is yeah. a budget, how to budget, how to create a budget, um, credit, right? Learning like about the different types of credit, right? What's the difference between a secure and an unsecured credit card, right? What's, what's revolving credit, right? Like different things like that. Why is credit important? Like all the little basic things, that's the stuff I started teaching, right? And then I started getting investing and then I started getting into stocks. And I was like, all right, now we got, now we have, you know, a budget set. Now let's like learn how to actually grow our money without having to actually work for it, right? So those are the like the few things that I started talking about. Okay. 
I just heard you say, so first you did the budgeting and then you were like growing. So is that something you would recommend to like the everyday person who's trying to get financially um, in place, I would say. Also financially literate, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would say we got to be realistic with ourselves. I feel like the biggest problem that a lot of people have is not being realistic. We think that overnight we're going to change our lives. Like we're going to wake yeah. up and be like, all right, I'm never eating this again. I'm never spending my money on this again. That may be you. It may work for some people. But for majority of people, you need to kind of like slowly get into things. Right. So I, what I did was as a college student, it was hard for me to say I'm never spent. I'm never spending my money on eating out. That's hard for me to say. Yeah. But what I did was I started creating a budget where I had something called effort money. Sorry to curse. Yeah. So yeah, effort money. Right. So with my effort money, that was money that could go to me eating out going to parties, whatever I chose to spend my money with that, that was money allocated towards that. What happens is we don't we don't have that type of budget, right? Yeah. Everything is just becomes FA money, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So when you start allocating your money, knowing where it's going, how much money you have to spend on, you know, certain things and things like that, then you can say, all right, I, I can do this, I can do that, I can grow this, you know what I'm saying? You start to create a system for yourself. We don't have a system, we just out here living and just doing the same thing every day, you know? Okay, period. I really like that. I really, I need to get on that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's me. I'm the person who just be like, okay, la di da di da. And it's okay to be like that, but you have to allocate certain money for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's hard. We're young. It's hard for us to be like, all right, I'm never going to do this. It's, it's really hard. You know what I'm saying? We're young. Yeah. We want to still live life. So we want to live life, but do it in a way where it's not affecting our future so much. You know? Mm. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Okay. I'm not going to take up too much of your time, but I really appreciate this. I appreciate um, you. Please leave the audience with any parting advice, like not last words. I don't like the words last words, yeah. but you know, yeah. um, some closing statements yes. and then how they can find you, yeah. like connect with you. Yeah, I would say the key is just to start. That's like my number one thing. Like whatever you want to do in life, just start it. Start it scared. Start it by yourself. Start it with friends. Start it, you know what I'm saying? Just start. Just do something, right? Those ideas that you have, put it on paper, put some action behind it, and you will achieve something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and you can find me at Financial Revolution on all platforms. So Financial Revolution, F-I-N-A-N-C-I-A-L, Revolution, R-E-V-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-N. So it's two ends, Financial Revolution. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. you ready? Uh, I want you to share this with young people for me. When I'm 20, I bought a term life insurance. And guess what? I turned 60. And guess what? They canceled that. <laughs> Y'all get that ball. I look good for 60. <laughs> you look good for 60. Yeah. Thank you, baby. Yeah. You, you too. But listen, they canceled that policy, y'all. And guess what? Do you think your health changed from 20 to 60? You better believe it. So that policy that you were paying $30 for, $40 for, $50 for, that policy at 60 came up to $370 wow. a wow. month. Wow. A wow. month. So they will terminate your policy. Then they will charge you. Oh, and by the way, that policy went from $300,000 to maybe, I think it was $200 or $100,000. So you get less money pay a higher premium now what i wish i had done can you imagine had i bought a whole life policy i could have become my own bank 
I would have had barring against it. I would have had money right now. Because I just turned 60 June the 20th, y'all. Wow. If I didn't die by April the 28th, all of that 30, 40, 60,000 miles I done paid, gone. Wow. They don't give you nothing. Wow. Wow. So, you talking about financial literacy? Please believe me when I tell you, get a whole life. I know what they're going to tell you. Say, buy term and invest different. If you got that kind of stamina, or if you know that, okay. But 96%, Google it, in that term life, they don't have to pay. Wow. All right, that's. I just want her to share wow. that with the young folks. Thank you, thank you. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Hi, hello. Hey, how, you doing? how are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, can you introduce yourself to the audience? Yep. Uh, my name is Herm Scriven. I, oh, I'm sorry. My name is Herm Scriven. I work for TIA Financial Services. Uh, in my current role, I lead all of our early talent uh, activities related to internship opportunities, rotational programs for individuals that are looking to get into financial services. Uh, we have a host of different roles from, of course, advisory services, all the way into technology, marketing, and things of that nature. Okay, that's um, really cool. Yeah. Okay, I'll definitely, I'm gonna get a link so I can put this in all the right. bottom of the video, because that's really cool to provide those opportunities. Okay. Yep. Um, so when I came to your booth, I saw the question, what do I need to retire? Yeah. And I feel like that's a really good question that a lot of people don't know the answer to. So do you mind kind of ex expanding on that and? letting us know some of the things we need to retire yeah i mean you know retirement is one of those things that's really personal and it's it's, it's really you know customized to what you see and you envision your retirement to be some yeah. individuals plan to continue to work at some you know level throughout their retirement others want to hit a certain point and stop altogether. so really it's one of those things that you have to define for yourself but once you actually do that the, the ultimate goal is to be able to uh, have a sustainable level of income uh, that you can outlive, essentially. Okay. So being in a position to where you are investing appropriately and wisely to ensure that during your younger years that you're putting dollars away for the purpose of creating that foundation for a sustainable base of income when you're actually moving into what you deem is retirement. Okay, so what are some of the questions I guess I should ask myself about like my current situation to make sure that I'm on the path to having that sustainable income? Yeah, I, I think for, for, for one, one of the things is, is that looking at you know your current uh, lifestyle, where you essentially currently see yourself, you know, as far as your current income level, most uh, advisors recommend somewhere between 80 to 120 percent of what you currently earn okay. or that final salary uh, before going into retirement is going to be a sufficient amount uh in order to reach that i mean the earlier you start saving the better uh because of course the just the value and the impact of compounding interest over time so starting earlier allows you to save less because you have longer time for those dollars to work on your behalf but a good rule of thumb you know honestly is anywhere between 12 to 15 percent of your income and that's a combined total between what you contribute and what any employer is contributing on your behalf so i think if you get to the point where you're putting aside that starting in your 20s 12 to 15 percent and slowly and gradually increase that to where you're actually reaching the contribution limits, you put yourself in a really strong uh, position to be able to 
replace all, if not more, of your income going into retirement. Okay. Yeah. That's that's really good to know. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, do you have any last advice you might want to share with the public? It doesn't have to be about finances, but yeah. if it is, you know. You know, I think uh, one of the things that, you know, with our organization, TIA, we're rooted in working with uh, higher ed as well as the not-for-profit uh, organizations. But we've really been expanding our footprint into a lot of retail products. So we're here today talking about legacy building, understanding that, you know, roughly 40 to 50 percent of individuals that look like you and I won't have dollars to retire. So we want to make sure that we're creating tools and vehicles and products that individuals can actually reach those ultimate goals. So definitely uh, check us out, TIA.org. And uh, we have wealth advisors and team of financial professionals that are always ready and willing to help. So, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm going to put the QR code in the video. All right. So they can You're scan welcome. it. Yeah. That works. Okay, if you need to scan it, scan it now. <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Do you mind introducing yourself to the public? Yes, yes, yes. What's going on, everybody? My name is Anthony J. The Wolf Hunter. I am a graduate of Morehouse College and a finance study. Uh, I'm a film producer, and I'm also getting into real estate right now. Well, congratulations. I went to Howard. I just you went to Howard? Our yes. sister goes to Howard. Oh, HBCUs. Okay. Okay, that's really cool. <laughs> um, so, tell me a little bit about yourself. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will be short to say I just bought my first property, and I'm the next step is to hopefully buy a farm and even a city in the future. Okay. Very near future, actually. My family does real estate. We have an ecotourism business uh, called Fire Island Eco Retreats. We have a, several hotels in South Africa, a few villas in Mozambique, a farm in South Georgia, and a fishing lodge in Alaska. So I'm, I'm a little bit involved in, in, in real estate, uh, but I, I spend more time on the marketing and film business side of things. Yes, okay. So that, that brings up a great question for me. So my podcast is about like life advice. I hit the phone, I'm sorry. So I have a really good question. So considering that your family's in real estate, you have like all of this like beautiful, beautiful like heritage and just um, you know legacy going on. How did that impact you? Like, like what lessons did you learn? Because you said you're 22 and you have your first property. So what got you to be like, I need to get things. I need to get this in my own name and stuff like that. Yeah. So you know, I was the kind of kid. It's a really funny story. When when Obama got elected president, I was I was eight, I was seven or eight, and I went to my mom and I said, "Hey, mom, does that mean we don't have to ride in the back of the bus no more?" And the crazy thing is, I knew I knew that segregation was over, but I had a 
my views as a kid were very, very pro-black as they are now, but they were a little askew. Uh, and so my thought was, you know, I want to rule the world. Like that was, that's always been my thing. It's, it's not just a, like a power play. It's not just a my people thing. It's just, I want to rule the world. I just, I just think it would be cool to put it in a movie. And uh, so uh, it's really weird. My mom and I, at some point when I was a kid, before she got married, we were homeless. And then she got her first property and I'm landlord for her first, for her first property right now. We're renovating it right now. And I'm putting the money in towards reno renovating it. Um, I just bought my first house from my stepdad. Uh, and, and it's because we have this business we're trying to finance. I was like, you know, dad, we're trying to do some more projects right now for your business. Why don't I just, why don't I just, in exchange for this money, why don't you give me the house and then you can take the money and just do the next project. Yeah. And, um, and so we're keeping the property in the family yes. and then the, the money goes towards expanding the family portfolio. Yeah. So it's been a lot to uh, to get into the real estate game, but now I'm I'm kind of striking out on my own, and I just bought my first house two weeks ago. Yes. So it's like like it goes from first house to getting insurance, working on my mom's house, and now working with somebody else who's bringing a deal to possibly uh, buy out a lot of land in another city in Georgia, and looking at a farm versus a block. And I'm yeah. like, all right, let's let's figure this out. So it's it's been pretty cool, but I I learned a little bit of stuff from my parents. So okay. well, a little bit. It seems like they taught you a lot. Just a little bit. What, what would you say is probably like the most impactful advice, or like not even advice, just like the most impactful lesson? It could be something you just saw visually that you learned from your parents, and it doesn't have to relate to real estate, just like in life in general. Uh. You can do anything. And that that's a, that's like for most people it's like a terrible that's like a terrible like bit of knowledge. Like obviously you can do anything. Yeah. For the people who believe it. And the, yeah. the, the, the hard part in the tip is that you have to believe it. Yeah. Because you might not be able to do everything yourself, but you can do anything if you learn it, if you experiment about it, or if you find somebody that does know <laughs> what to do. So uh, yeah, you can do anything. You can do anything you want. As long as you put your mind to it, you work for it, and you work smarter, not harder. You actually have to learn the thing that you want to do and then go do it. Yeah. Wow. Period. Thank you so much. That was really beautiful. I'm definitely going to I'm gonna hit you up. Hit me up. being on the podcast, too. So, yeah, thank you so much for sharing this Thank with you. Um, now my mom's about to die. Can you leave the audience with any last parting words and then where they can find you if you want to listen to Oh, that sounds dope. Yeah, I appreciate you. Uh, parting words, I'll say, uh, if you're looking to invest in anything, the answer is to start today. It doesn't matter if you start with $1 and you put in, you save a dollar a day, but if you're going to invest in something, put in a dollar every day or start today with what you can. Figure out what you need to live your lifestyle and everything else, put it in the things that you're passionate about and just start investing in it today. Start owning the things that you're doing. If you have a product that you buy at the, at the store, start investing in that product so that you're a shareholder in the success of that product because that product is supposed to be something that you believe in. It's your lifestyle. This is your life. Your money, it's a vote towards your future. So you can either put your vote 
towards somebody who doesn't care about you, or you can put a vote towards something that's actually helping your life. But start investing today, own it, and and live your life as best you can. And if you want to talk more about this, you can reach me at Anthony J. Wolf on Instagram. And if y'all really, really, really want to be a part of the move, get on OBT Social. It's a black-owned social media platform that I've invested in. And you can find me there at Anthony J. Wolf. Deuces. Hi, hello, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Um, can you introduce yourself to the audience? <laughs> Can you introduce yourself to the audience? Sure. I'm Andrea. Um, I'm here supporting my son's brand off the top. Um, he started it in his dorm room, um, and then through COVID, it just thrived. So he gets his ideas off the top of his head. That's how it's named, off the top. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's really, really cool. So... This is your son's brand. How did, how is you as a mother, how did you help him? Um, what do you think kind of like led to him being like, I can make a clothing brand and it will be great? Um, I support him fully because, you know, there, there are not too many young men that, you know, start off a business, entrepreneur, know how to start their own LLC. Um, so it's a good thing. And doing that in college, graduating, playing a sport in school. So I commend him and I support him. So that's why I'm here yes. at InvestFest, you know, trying to put his brand out there and let everybody know, you know, support young men. Okay. Do you have any advice for mothers out there who aren't entirely sure how they can provide support for their children? Um, always be a listening ear. Okay. Communication, um, help them research whatever they need to, and um, just keep supporting them. Because it's hard, it's not easy. So, you know, they always need a little mother's hand just in case, as you can see. I'm yeah. here, so that's about it. Just support them. Okay, yeah. that's really beautiful. Wow. Okay, so do you, is he gonna be here? Is no, he's actually at school, he's in oh, a graduate program. For doing his master's in textile. Okay. Oh, congratulations! So, um, yeah. So, like I said, support any way you can. Yes. Especially no, when they're trying to do something better. So. Yes. Yeah. No, this is beautiful. Thank you. Well, thank you for sharing that advice with the community. I really appreciate that, and good luck to him. Yeah. So, yes. Go support uh, off the top. Dot com on the website. Um, IG is off the top brand. Okay, cool. All right. Thank you so much. I should have made his sister do it. Hi, hello. What's up, Jada? How you feeling? Good. I'm good. What's your name? I'm Aaron Thomason. Okay. And I am the one one half of the visionaries of Black is the Brand. Okay. So cool. So how did you come up with this Black is the Brand? Like I saw it and it spoke to me immediately, but I want to know what your message is. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is my brother and I both originally from Detroit. We grew up in a time where they try to get you to, you know, cut your hair. They teach yeah. you to do different things to allow for you to kind of fit in and assimilate. Mm -hmm. But when we think about the country and we think about the world, things that have happened, everything that's been positive that's happened is because black folks been a part of it. So in essence, we're the culture. We're always a trend. Black is the brand. So last year for Juneteenth, we were just looking to kind of do something to celebrate the people for something else we were working on. Yeah. And it was an old, maybe about an 80-year-old guy. I was back home in Detroit, and he saw the shirt I had on just as a demo, 
and he came up and he pointed at the period in the design and he says, it's always been that way. Never forget it, it's always been that way. And something about the look he gave me, hit me in my soul and I called my brother and I said, we got something. We got to do something with this. So yes. we've been moving ever since. Okay, well, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. So when it comes to Black is the brand yeah. for Black young individuals out there, or, you know, just Black individuals overall, what would you say is something, what was something you recommend for them to live in their truth, in their skin, you know, making sure that they represent themselves as their own brand? For sure. So I think a couple of things we have to think about. One of the things I love about doing your hair, because we go, we going natural, we being what we doing, right? Yeah. But to be your most authentic self, it's to truly be who you are. And so a lot of us are trying to find ways to advance. And so we're trying to figure out if we can advance by being a lesser version of us, but it's what gets us in the door. And what I encourage all people, especially us to do, is that being black is beautiful, being black is divine, being black is enough. So go be you and watch the doors open up. Yes, yes, most definitely. All right, thank you so much oh, for your time. Pleasure. Do you want to leave the people with any advice? It doesn't have to be related to your clothing brand, you know, whatever you feel is on your heart. Here's the one thing I tell the people, I tell everybody all the time, is that as you're giving yourself the freedom to explore, you're going to make some mistakes. Yeah. And just because you make some mistakes doesn't mean that you're bad. And improving doesn't mean that you weren't already good. So give yourself some grace and understand that just because you're improving doesn't mean that you weren't already good. Yes. Wow. That, that's a word. Wow. That's really good. Thank you so much for sharing this. Thank you. You got it. Yes, sir. Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Okay. Can you introduce yourself to the people? Hi. I'm Sarah, also known as Sazzy, CEO and founder of Sazzy Aesthetics. Um, I provide luxury lash services as well as supply lash um, supplies to lash techs as well as customers. And yeah, I'm in the process of expanding. Um, I just signed the lease to a new property um congratulations yeah so it's gonna be hopefully like a one-stop shop i'm bringing in a team of girls doing hair makeup lashes okay yeah where are you based in new jersey right now okay yeah also i love your lashes thank you like, i'll give you full. my card too thank you you know I haven't, I'm kind of scared of getting into them. I haven't gotten into like makeup and stuff yet, but I always see them. My mom loves black. Mm -hmm. So they'll be taken. So that's another a great thing about like I like to really focus on um, appealing to a wide audience. So I will do really natural lashes and they're really thick, dramatic lashes. Like I, I like to specialize in a wide range, just to so, you know appeal to different type of people. So That's yeah, really we can start out natural and go from there. Yeah. So for someone who is looking to expand into like new makeup, what is something that you would recommend? Um, definitely stuff like this networking. Even um, we're here for the weekend. I brought all my lash supplies with me in case I, like you know, got an opportunity. Um, so I'm talking to as many people as I can. Hopefully, I could do a few like, girls like lashes out here or collab on like you know social media um, because I would love to start like flying out to different um, states. Not only do it supply um, 
like services, but also teaching classes. So I already teach like courses in New Jersey as well. So I would love to like, you know, fly to different states and teach as well. So yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, well, thank congratulations. You. Thank you. Um, do you have any recommendations for people who are looking to get into makeup just like for themselves? Like they just want to start putting on makeup at home uh -huh. before they branch out. Makeup like, or lashes or anything like that? Um, yeah, just recommendations for people. Yeah. I don't know, like, how do you start with makeup? Okay, so I would say like just start simple. So like you don't really wear makeup like that, or you feel like it's it's intimidating. Is that how you feel? Or Probably. Like I feel like there's you know there's the methods for right. putting it on correctly. Right. So I would play around with it yourself. Like a lot of people go to like you know makeup artists, and I feel like that's a big jump, especially someone that's not comfortable with that. Play around with it. Start with like you know. Uh, maybe a BB cream, CC cream, something light, natural. What is a CC? So that's like a, below like a foundation. So it's okay. not like super full coverage. It's still going to be like, you know, your skin, but just kind of is going to like smooth and make everything, you know. Yes, okay. but it's not like too heavy because okay, like gotcha, gotcha, sometimes gotcha. it can be a lot. Like some people don't like the feeling of makeup on their face at all, okay, so gotcha. it feels like it's really nothing on your face. Those type okay. of products, yeah. So yeah, starting with something like that. All right, cool. Yeah, thank you so much. Would you like to leave the audience with any parting words, like any advice or anything? Yeah. So um, I feel like with anything you do, whether it's beauty industry, any business, I just really learned that. Um, just sticking to what you're doing and staying consistent. Um, even if you don't see progress right away, I feel like it, it comes with time and people get like a little bit, you know, heartbroken or they, they might stop or get deterred. But I feel like you, you stick to it, you stay consistent and you're going to see results in the end. So, yeah. Okay, cool. And let the people know how they can find you, yeah, book your businesses. Yeah. So you can find me, my business page is at Sazzy, S-A-Z-Z-Y, Aesthetics. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. And then I have a link tree with all like my booking website, a link for my website to do all the shopping for my supplies. So yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank right. you. Hi, how are you today? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, what's your name? Sherrod. Sherrod? Sherrod. Sherrod. Yeah, Sherrod. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Everybody so calls me Hot Rod. Hot Rod? Yeah, okay, yeah. nice to meet you, Hot Rod. Nice to meet you. Okay, so we're here at Invest Fest. And can you tell me a little bit about your services, uh, which is Pride? Definitely. So <clears throat> the name of my store is Huta Health and Wellness. Uh, we provide a variety of health products, wellness products, natural remedies, um, natural soaps, natural body butters, um, CBD, Delta 8, sea moss, elderberry, um, everything that's natural that can give you uh, an opportunity to kind of increase the health of your body without a lot of the pills and you know, yeah. things of that nature. Okay, okay, that's good. So how did you get into this? Like, what made you go into health and wellness? Well, I began in the cannabis industry, mm -hmm. and we started with some CBD stores. And when okay. we came um, to growing the store here in Atlanta, we wanted to do something a little bit different to give it a twist, add a little bit more yeah. products, add a little bit more flavor to it. Um, and then it was at the time of the, the spike of COVID and everything like that. So we kind of wanted to be safe as well. So that's when we okay. got into the sea moss and the elderberry and things of that nature to yeah. boost your immune system. Okay. So what do you what do you recommend for people like when they're first getting into their health and wellness journey? Like how to I guess, you know, I hear people say you have to detoxify first or things like that, like those yeah, type of yeah, processes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I agree. So obviously if you're getting or you're starting your health and wellness journey, you might have some things inside of you that you want to get out, some toxins, 
Um, you might want to go with a, a natural detox or herbal detox, a tea or something like that. Okay. Flush your system out. And then after that, you want to kind of build on top of that. You want to kind of make sure you have some elderberry in your, in your system, some uh, sea moss in your system, um, some turmeric, some ginger, all natural okay. products, you know what I'm saying, to kind of boost everything inside of you. What are, so I, I heard you say elderberry a mm -hmm. lot and like sea moss. What, what are those? And then what are those benefits that come along with them? Okay, so sea moss is actually uh, 92 of 102 minerals that our body needs. Okay. So automatically taking sea moss, you're going to get an immune booster automatically. Mm -hmm. Elderberry just adds to it. So when we do our drinks, we do our soursop drinks, our elderberry, our lemonade, our strawberry, our cranberry, pineapple. It's just a booster and a flavor enhancer. Seamoss doesn't naturally have the best flavor, so we just try to put something around it. Yeah, no, I used to put um, Seamoss in smoothies. My dad, my dad's a raw vegan. Okay. Well, he was a raw vegan, now he's just vegan. Mm -hmm. But he used to make Seamoss um, at home, and I used to put it in the smoothies and mm -hmm. stuff because it... It doesn't yeah. have that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It got a stick but, to okay, it. Okay, okay. It's from the bottom of the ocean, so I mean, you know, it comes like that. But at the same time, like the way we do it with the with the with the fruits, um, and the vegetables and things of that nature, it kind of takes the kick off. Of it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and then so I see you have these juices here. Mm -hmm. Yep. What kind of flavors? Um, uh, we, you have? we do soursop. We have elderberry. We have lemonade and ginger. We have sweet tea. Um, we have soursop and turmeric, and we have cranberry and cayenne pepper. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. I'm gonna have to bring my dad over here yeah, to give yeah, me something. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank um, do you want to leave the people with any like last, uh, last <laughs> health advice or anything, and then tell them how to find you? Yeah, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. I just want to say, health is wealth. It's never too late to start. Um, health is wealth. It's never too late to start. You can find us um, on Instagram at Huta Health and Wellness. Uh, like I said, we're located in Tucker, Georgia. Um, look us up. We would love to, you know, build with you guys. Information is key. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And that's a wrap on the InvestFest Iris Moments compilation. I hope that you all learned something or just, I hope that you all learned at least one thing from these conversations that I was able to have and that it will help you in your life in some way, shape, or form. Remember, we're all in this together. So keep creating a village wherever you go. Remember to like, leave a five-star rating, subscribe, comment if you're enjoying this content so that I can keep putting out things and also so that I can adjust the content that I put out accordingly. I want this to be for you. I want this to help you. I don't know what you need help with if you don't tell me. <laughs> so yes. Alright, thank you so much for listening and I hope that you have a great time period that you were in. Okay, bye!